guess I better get used to sitting in that big chair. Uh, after ordination mass this past Saturday, or a week ago Saturday, I should say, we went to a side chapel in the, uh, in the cathedral, and we were each given an envelope that had our assignment. And it, of course, mine said St. Joe's, but uh, I was joking with a couple friends that it really just said, move up three, two stories. Uh, I'm very happy to be out of the basement of the rectory uh, <laughs> and into the second floor. So uh, it's, it's been an absolute whirlwind of a week, and it's been absolutely incredible uh, in my first week as a priest. Today we celebrate Pentecost, this beautiful celebration of really the infusion of the Holy Spirit into the church. And the very common image that we use to articulate this is that of fire, right? We heard it in the first reading, these tongues of fire descending on the apostles. And we even wear red today to celebrate that occasion. It's one of only two Sundays during the whole liturgical year that we wear red, the other one being Palm Sunday. But I want to go in the complete opposite direction to talk about the Holy Spirit today. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit as water, not fire, water. Because in a more direct way than fire, water represents life. It's the most essential element, really, in the entire universe. Water is equated with life. A human being can survive three weeks without food, but just three days without water, sayonara, you're gone. It's the most essential thing we have to life. You know, they're looking for life on Mars right now. What they're mainly looking for is water. If they find water on Mars, they know that they, can, they have conditions that are sustainable to life, and life could have existed there or could exist in the future. So water is the most essential element of life. Everything is dependent upon water for physical life. And in just the same way, all things are dependent upon the Holy Spirit for our spiritual life. Think about it this way. Water comes down as rain, as we just had maybe earlier this morning. And that rain, that water, produces many different effects in the different plants and creatures that it encounters. And it's the same with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit produces many different gifts, many different effects in many different people. And just as the water might have different forms, maybe in vapor, liquid, or in ice, and it does have different effects, and we use it for different things. We can use it for hydration, for washing, for cooling, for cooking. The water itself remains the same, dihydrogen monoxide. And it's the same with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit remains essentially the same, but it has different effects in different people. But it remains essentially the same. It adapts itself to the needs of every single creature. What do we hear in our second reading? There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. The Holy Spirit enriches every single person in the church, no matter their state in life. They could be a bishop, they could be a newly ordained priest, be a husband and wife, or just a school kid on summer vacation. Either way, the Holy Spirit nourishes all of us, even as it produces different effects for different people in different states of life. The actions are different, but the Holy Spirit remains always the same. It is the true life-giving element to our spiritual life. 
And on this day, especially at Pentecost, we celebrate its union with the church. And it's for this reason that Pentecost is sometimes called the birthday of the church. And that's very true. We could say that the church was conceived in the upper room at the Last Supper and born here at Pentecost. Or maybe another image closer to water of the church being a plant. And that seed was planted at the Last Supper and at Calvary, but today it is watered and it blossoms for the world. That's what we celebrate at Pentecost today. So just as water is a sign of physical life, the Holy Spirit is this great sign of spiritual life. Without water we die physically, but without the Holy Spirit we die spiritually. All things are dependent on the Holy Spirit. Now, looking at our world though today, it's very easy to see that we might have a little bit of a drought going on in our world, or even sometimes within the church as well. And this isn't because of a lack of water, it's not because of a lack of the Holy Spirit itself, because it's always there. It's a lack of our receptivity to those gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to us. We're oftentimes closed off to these waters, these life-giving waters of the Holy Spirit, because we're not sometimes open to how God wants to work in our lives. We're not content to let the Holy Spirit permeate our entire selves. We have to remember that the Holy Spirit is what enriches and amplifies our gifts and talents. The gifts and talents of every single person in the body of Christ to put their gifts and talents at the service of the wider community, of the whole body, of God himself. And so our job is to be generous with God. You know, the water is there. The seed is planted. We just have to combine the two. Just add water. Pour water on that plant. Ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to take ourselves and take our gifts and talents and put them at the service of the church. Put them at the service of our parish. Put them at the service of one another. We have to be willing to let God use our gifts. And this is a matter of stewardship, brothers and sisters, a stewardship of our abilities and a stewardship of our time. You know, our parish has 5,200 families. That's larger than two U.S. dioceses. They're both in Alaska, but they're larger than, it's larger than two U.S. dioceses. And we have many incredibly talented people here. But just think how much more we could do as a parish if we were to just be a little bit more generous with our time and with our talents and abilities. Just think of what the Holy Spirit could do for our parish if we became more active and alive in giving of our talents and our time to God. Maybe that's something we could think about this week. What talent or what ability do I have that I might not be fully giving over to God, that I might not be fully giving over to the Holy Spirit? And let's ask God to put those gifts at the service of our parish, at the service of one another, at the service of the church as a whole. Think of it this way, just add water. Because brothers and sisters, we are most spiritually alive when our gifts and talents are being used for the good of the body of Christ. And the Holy Spirit is most plentiful in us when our whole selves are at the service of God. So this week, brothers and sisters, let's pray that we can be generous. We can be good stewards of this life-giving water, of this beautiful Holy Spirit that God gives to us. And let's receive this life-giving water and give life to the whole world.